All right, we're back at the Whatever It Means to You podcast, episode 58. This one is very different. Brand new studio. That's right. We've gone professional, dude. Yeah, it's really, it's different. It's different being in here. It feels good. It already yeah. feels good. I was a little nervous that we were going to lose some of the, like, the good feeling of the old room. Mm-hmm. But we brought that energy, bro. I think we did. We, did. we just got to build. We just got to rebuild. <laughs> uh, we need to get some lights in here. Yeah, and, it's uh, a little brighter. We need to patch that hole. Uh, not that you yeah. guys can see it, but we're missing a ceiling tile. Yeah, but we have um, all new gear, new microphones, a new mixing board, uh, new uh, this the sound. This, this room is reasonably sound treated. We have panels in the corners and, and on the wall. It's the the room's got a good feel. And this none of it would be possible if it weren't for uh, for our friends at Boat Paddleboards. We are, we will now be coming live to you each uh, week or or however many we do in a week. Um, <laughs> Which, which also has been really cool. We've had we've been receiving a huge outpouring uh, of people who are interested in coming on the show. So keep that coming. First of all, that's really great. Um, there have been times where we've been like, we need to book some people, man. And and now that it's kind of the opposite is happening, which is great. It's really really awesome. So thanks everyone for that. But also thanks to our friends at Boat. They they kind of saw what we were doing and, and offered us an opportunity to do that. So from now on, we will be coming at you from Boat Studios. Um, also, be looking out that th- they'll be creating some content in this podcast studio as well. So, uh, whenever that becomes available, we'll let you know as well, so you can check out the cool things that boat paddle boards are doing. Um, I put out a feeler about a week and a half ago for our, our guests that that we ended up coming across today for our guests. Uh, a lot of you are aware of the Red Bar. It's kind of a figure along the uh, the Panhandle and the Emerald Coast, and really throughout the Southeast, man. Um, when I was on tour, I saw Red Bar stickers everywhere. They're everywhere. In any bar, any venue you go in the southeast, you're going to find one. It's iconic. Yeah. And um, it, it recently just burnt to the ground. Literally everything gone. Um, and I really wasn't sure if, if, if we'd be able to utilize kind of what we do here to help them out. But I, I think the best way to do that was, you know, regardless of, you know, pl- places can can be burnt down, but it's really the people that make the place. So I wanted to see how maybe we could possibly help the, the people who, who are suffering, who, who lost jobs. A hundred people lost jobs. And uh, so anyway, I wanted to have some people on here. So I was put in, in touch with uh, both Kimberly and Keegan. They they worked there for uh, one of them has has been there for 12 years. And the other one is a manager of the place. So we went right to the source. Got some great information that, that you're about to hear. Um, so. Super, super cool to have them on here. Also, uh, I made a deal with a lot of you. If you email us, we will read your email on here, whether it's good or bad. So we recently got an email from Lacey. Lacey says, hey, y'all, just wanted to drop a line and let you know I enjoy your podcast. You always sound like just a a bunch of laid back friends chatting, but it never sounds unprofessional. I beg to differ. But uh, but anyway, perfectly imperfect. P.S. You're killing it over on the trivia nights at Mellow Mushroom. By far the least corny hosts and definitely my faves. Least corny. Yeah. Now he's just still a little corny. A little bit. <laughs> I'm, I'm okay with it. I'm yeah. with it. Yeah, let's say you're like the least fat dude I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know I can do better. We can all do better. Uh, but anyway, thank you, Lacey, for, um, for the email. Uh, Shane, it's also been a little bit different. I've had a lot of people contacting me lately. Um, just, you know, talking about topics that we discuss on the podcast, mm. which is pretty cool. Uh, basically, what I'm trying to say is we appreciate all of you listening. It's been cool. Uh, definitely being in this new place uh, lets us know that people are taking interest in it, and it's cool. Uh, you know, there when we first started this, there were times when I was like, 
<laughs> what are you, so we why just are get, we doing this? We're just getting drunk in a room, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, uh, but fortunately, there's a lot of interesting people that, uh, that we know and that we don't know who have agreed to come on here. And really, th- those are the ones who make this podcast and really make it enjoyable for us to do it and hopefully enjoyable for you to listen. So, uh, I don't know. Thank you. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Email us, uh, wimty, W-I-M-T-Y dot podcast at gmail.com. We'll read your stuff on the air. You can tell us we suck. We'll still read it. Mm. It's okay. (laughs) Also, real quick, before we go into this, uh, if you want to guys hit up our Facebook page, we threw a link on there to the GoFundMe for uh, the uh, relief to help out these employees of the Red Bar. Yeah, this cash goes directly to the employees. So hit it up. Give Mm. these people some cash. Cool. Well, I guess that's about it. So please uh, thank you for listening and welcome our new friends, Kimberly and Keegan. All right, we're at the Whatever It Means to You podcast. First time in the new studio. My guest today is uh, Kimberly and Keegan of the Red Bar. Hi. Hi, guys. How you doing? Good. How are you? This place is awesome. Thank you. Yeah, we're pretty... I, I'm trying to downplay how excited yeah. I actually am about it. It's really it. nice. I'm yeah. ecstatic. Thank, thank you for inviting us to be your first. Yeah, for sure. Um, well, I yes. thought we'll just we'll just get in right into it. Um, we, we try to highlight uh, people here doing cool stuff in our community, but not only that, uh, issues that affect our community as well that are that are important. And I think, you know... If you live within 300 miles of here, you've either heard of the Red Bar uh, or you've been there or, or visited it. But then you also ha- have heard about, you know, the recent tragedy of, of it just burning down. So we'll just start with that. Um, if you want to, I know both of you all are, are heavily affiliated with the Red Bar. Um, if you want to kind of start just introducing yourself, sure. what, you, what you do, and we'll go from there. Um, my name is Kimberly Reinley, and I've been working at the Red Bar for going on 12 years this April. Um, my daughter played soccer for Ollie, and he brought me in on breakfast. That's when Red Bar did breakfast. And I've been there ever since, and it is a great place to work for. We are a family. We're also a community. And obviously, we've seen our community, how big and how helpful they have been during these times people have reached out to offer jobs and everything and it's just been awesome but um i love being a part of the red bar definitely we're a family we are a family my it's actually my getaway to get away from my toddler sometimes (laughs) yeah and you've worked there how long i've worked there for 12 years going on 12 years in april right and she's worked there since yeah. <laughs> yeah, since uh, 95. So you're, 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 a, you're, a, you're a server? How dare you? Yeah, I'm sorry. Yes, okay. I am a server, um, okay. but I've also, a while ago, I was a jack of all trades there, but um, now that we are super staffed, that I just wait tables there now. Okay, cool. And Keegan? Um, I have been there on and off since, let's see, 99, I think, is mm-hmm. when I first started. And then um, I came back in 2007 and worked there consistently and then started working, I think it was 2010, as a manager, as a GM. Before that, it was just like hostessing at the front, which was awesome. I love that. Yeah. Now yeah. now it's that with a little more responsibility, actually. <laughs> a lot more responsibility. Yeah. yeah. But we love Ollie and Philippe, the guys we work for. We love the people we work with. And the, the crowd that comes in is amazing. Mm. Yeah. Well, it's definitely... Um, 
it's famous, you know, <laughs> that, without famous. without a different word. Um, uh, just being, I I've done some tour managing for some bands, and I see Red Bar shit everywhere, all throughout the southeast. Yeah. Um, it, it's it, it's kind of it's kind of cool, even though um, I'm not really affiliated with the Red Bar necessarily. Uh, when I when I see that when I've been gone from home for three weeks and I see that sticker like I I get to feel like yeah I'm, you know almost for a minute you know feel like rep, like there's some representation of home for sure mm-hmm. when you're out for there sure. just in the craziness, um, so yeah so I, I'm sure everyone knows so so y'all are definitely um, ingrained in the family of the red of the red bar that's right um, we woke up two weeks ago to to the story of uh, of it just burnt to the ground yeah um, what 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 was the initial I, I mean, for me, uh, having very little affiliation, I, I immediately I started calling people and, and checking on some of my friends who I knew had, you know, closer ties to that, making sure they were okay and everything. Right. Um, what's that like from, well, from you? Like, how, what's what's the reaction I like? I literally, my sister was trying to get a hold of me because she saw it. I'm not even sure how she came about it. So she was calling me, and I just saw, like, I had all these missed texts and message. uh voicemails calls and my husband was finally like get up get up it's the red bar and I'm all of a sudden I'm like on Facebook because you know I'm like I need to know is he real you know like clicked mm-hmm. it, and I'm, I was like forget it I just gotta get out of here so I drove in my pajamas like flip-flops didn't even have my glasses on drove there and just told the cop I'm like I've worked here for 12 years I'm going down there because they had the roads blocked off so he's like, just park right here. It was so cool because he recognized me or something from the red bar. Mm-hmm. And um, I just made my way up there just so I could be with all my family. And we just hugged each other and um, just watched. And if you can believe it, there was a chimney in the red bar, a brick chimney that I never knew existed <laughs> in Wait, the building. What? This is the, the building is from 1934. There was a brick chimney that was covered in between two walls, I couldn't even fathom. I was like, is this really our Which building? Which two walls? Okay, you know where the ice machine yeah. is in the back? Mm-hmm. I guess it was between those two walls. That's where Jonathan was. But so there's this brick chimney you know. that was still standing, and the wind was just going every which way. Mm-hmm. It, it was so hard to contain the fire because wind was just going everywhere. But it was devastating. That building was built in 1934, all original flooring and stuff, and it was just, and just everything that has, everything being a part of that building, it's just sad to see, like, it's gone. Yeah. Well, and and also, uh, being in the service industry, Shane's still in the service industry. I spent a a decade in the service industry. It's fucking hard getting from October to February. Mm -hmm. It's difficult. Yeah. So, So I'm assuming for a lot of the employees also seeing that, not only is that... Uh, almost a second home to you, but that's also like you're two weeks away from spring break. Paying your bills, yeah. right? Yeah, I know. Um, so, and th- and that's initially why I wanted to, to reach out to you because I mean, yeah, it's I, I know there's a lot of stories in, in that building, and uh, especially me being in the music industry, like I know that's the spot for music out yeah. there. That's a mm-hmm. legendary venue. Yeah. Um, and I mean, yeah, it's a terrible shame that that happened, but but there's also insurance for businesses and stuff like that. You know, right. it's, it's a shame that that happened, but my initial thought was the employees. There's a staff of probably 80 to 100 people right. mm-hmm. that were just about to start getting their overtime yeah. in the kitchen, that were just about to start, you know, getting their, uh, you know, 200 covers a night or, or whatever that That's number nothing. is. Um, <laughs> well, no, per, like per server. Yeah, right, know? right, right. Um, uh, but anyway, yeah, their, their income, it, it was, you know, fuck, we finally made it through February. I know. 
Just a March little holdout. Hold I know. Out. I yeah. was yeah. like... So, um, so what, what kind of, you know, I wanted to get you all in here to discuss that as well. Cause I, I I'm sure I've seen GoFundMes, I've seen events, mm-hmm. um, great support. What's the, yeah, support from a, the community. a lot, wow. Out, um, overwhelming support mm-hmm. from, um, the community out there on 30A and Grayton Beach and everywhere. And we have, uh, Grayton Brewery and Andy Mac, Andy uh, Mac, Andy Mac, they, from Drake Swarma. Martin and Billy Buzza all got together. Yeah, they did the. Um, they threw the. It was a at the fundraiser. Great, yeah. Sorry, mm-hmm. at the Great and Brew Pub. Yeah, it was a that Sunday after the fire, and it was like crazy. Yeah, wall was, to wall, right? Yes. Is it the Brew Pub or the brewery? The brewery. The brewery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was out there. In Which the have you guys been there? Yeah, I've been that place is amazing. They yeah. should have shows there. Every All the time. I would be doing the only it thing every is they weekend. They need a bigger exit door, like because mm-hmm. it was it would start raining and people would be like going inside and you couldn't get in and you'd have to come back out because it'd be too packed in there. Yeah, I've booked a couple events there. It's a cool spot. Oh, it's so big, cool. They're, they're, yeah. they're, the sound is tricky in that yeah. room because it's such a such a high room and such a wide open spot. Right. It's hard to contain the sound and get it to sound really sweet. But it's a cool spot. It sure. They're great. Jamie's awesome. But that raised, I'm not even sure of the like exact amount. 20, I want to say it was like 27 five I or something like that. I felt like it was that. more than that. Well, you know what? It Then there were people that just gave out of their own oh, pocket. Gotcha. And, you know, but it, yeah, it was a huge. Yeah, I think the number I saw was right around 30K or something yeah. like that. Something. Mm-hmm. So. And that's crazy to me. Yeah. And, they're and uh, I'm so, I'm like grateful for that. And, you know, we sp- we all split it between everybody in the, in at Red Bar and, uh, it did help, and it's just for a gap until we find a new job. A lot yeah. of people are going to Louie Louie that, that works there. That makes sense. And um, a lot of other restaurants have reached out to us and, like, we want to hire Red Bar people before we hire, you know. For sure. I mean, because a lot of people there at the Red Bar have been there for so long. The turnover rate is, I mean, Vicky's been there since the day they opened. Mm-hmm. She still works there. Stacy's been there. Yeah. You know, like it's crazy. And yeah. One more thing I wanted to add about that event is we, the shock was there at first after the fire. You know, when you're running on adrenaline, but uh, by the time that that uh, that fundraiser came up, it was like something we really needed to like. It was yeah. a catharsis. It was just we were all able to be together, have fun, laugh, cry. Yeah. And it was just. Really yeah, heartwarming really. and touching. Yeah. It was and to be yeah. with my tribe again. Mm-hmm. It's like how we can't even. And that community support. How drunk, did everyone, how drunk yeah. did everyone get? I did not get drunk. Um, I think I limited <laughs> myself to three beers because I knew I was, you know, I, di- I didn't want to embarrass uh, Ollie. <laughs> I did not drink. I was proud of you. Thanks. Hmm. Is that a, is that a thing that you're just doing right now, or do you just not drink? Um, or did you just not drink at that event? I. I have other things I'd rather do. Than okay, drink. understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> she likes to dance. <laughs> dance, 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 dance. I was dancing. I was a dancing we machine all that day. Philippe, I have never seen. He's one of the owners. I have never seen him dance. I don't think. Ollie said, I don't think I've ever seen him dance. He danced for hours. You yeah, know? that was fun. It was. it was. We were all up front and just dancing with each other, mm. and it was awesome. Yeah. It's oh. sad because. I just, the thought of going yes. somewhere else and working somewhere else and not being around my people is really, mm-hmm. really weighing me down. Like, I can't um, fathom going to work somewhere with people I don't know as much as I know. Because my even, family at Red Bar. Even if we re- rebuild, you're, like, scared. Well, are some people 
going to find something else and not come back. And yeah. it's just the fact that we can rebuild is huge. But there is that fear of like, you know, your family, your second family and your, all your best friends, you know, and you're, we're all having to separate for a little yeah, bit. Yeah, it's like our home away from home, like mm-hmm. your actual home. That's how it I is see. I see you guys more than I see I my family, which you, I love my family. <laughs> but I, you know, you work five, six days a week yeah. with people and then you hang out with them. Right. Yeah. So. So I would assume what are the what are the plans for the rebuild? Because I would assume that once the the plan happens, it's going to be pretty quick. Oh, you I know, even with contractors, I'm assuming that, that that there's enough people connected to to the whole thing that if they want to get that place back up, it can happen probably ten times faster than your average building or restaurant. I build believe out. you are correct. Word on the street. <laughs> yeah. Is, yeah. Is, and what's been amazing too are a lot of people. You know, they want to help. They, um, paint like you know and put yeah. posters up and be a part of the rebuild which is really cool you know just that just everybody wants to be a part of it you know of course you're gonna have to have contractors and people that are actually building things but just like the decorating and stuff they really want to be a part of it and or painting you know mm-hmm. which is really kind of nice just community members and staff and everyone coming it's together. been awesome yeah i've been digging up? down in that dirt and i got kicked out by the cops <gasps> she I, found i found jabo's drums i was like that it was like a mission Mm-hmm. And it wasn't the complete set, but it you know, Jabo had played there for what since I don't 97, know ninety seven was it? I don't yeah, know what the date. And he had just passed away, mm-hmm. so Name. and he left his drums there, which were so meaningful. Yeah, and uh, she was able to find. I was like, there, a snare and I was like, it was like the sun was shining down on the rim. The heavens like, did open. Yes, <laughs> and Jabo was, was like, like, I found the drums. <laughs> You know, Java was like. I found most of them, but not all of them. Like most of the rims, um, I found the two bass drum and the tom. And Ollie just happened to have Jabo's snare like put away in his truck from mm-hmm. a few days earlier. So yeah. that was. You could utilize it for, uh, um, you know, decorations at the new yeah, place. Yeah, that's right. what we right. yeah. you know, hang it from the yeah. wall or. Mm-hmm. We're or even had it set up somewhere. Because it has, there has to be a piece of job. Oh there. my gosh! I yes. mean, you know, he was, he was, and his family's been reaching out, and they, they want to come down here if you yeah. do anything else. That was important for me since um, my families are drummers. My husband and my daughter are both drummers, and, yeah. we, and we love Jabo. And my husband sat in for Jabo for a while while he was ill, so it meant a lot that I found those. I was like, that was my only mission. What, did he play with the jazz band? Yeah. Okay. And yeah, he played Tuesday with... Tuesday through Saturday. Yeah, but he, you know, he had this huge career in music. He played with uh, James Brown mm. for like... B.B. King. B.B. King, yeah. Oh. Um, Bobby Bland. Yes, Bobby okay. Bland, yeah. And, um, you know, he's... he. Pl- I mean, uh, he did a... Uh, what are some of the things he did? He, you know, it was the when soundtrack for Superbad. Yeah, soundtrack for Superbad. But any of James Brown's older albums, it'll be Clyde Stubblefield and Jabo. Yeah. Okay. Starks, John Jabo Starks. Yeah. So what happens when it reopens? Then does everyone just come back to work? Or I, uh, I mean, I are, mean, that's are you all on lease to these other places? Or I, you know? I think everybody. I'm actually well, not. I'm taking it slow. Yeah. Uh, I feel that I'm just, you know, I signed up for a couple courses. Tarot reading, girl. <laughs> yeah. I think thirty eight needs a tarot reader, Don't tarot card reader. Th- they, hey, there is not one. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, you're identifying a problem. Yeah, she might be back. And you could charge like double because yeah. it's you know yeah. on thirty eight. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean. You know, and you but, go to somebody's house, but like that's team up with the brand, get the yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm taking my go. time on. I'm not like rushing out. Um, I'm thinking I'm probably gonna go out when spring break is over, and I'm just gonna kind of 
hang with my kid, do some stuff around the house, make a garden. You know, I want to mm-hmm. do stuff that I really didn't have time to yeah, do. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, if you have the ability, yeah. Yeah, that's my great. husband's working his butt off so I can, you know, Good. he's like, regroup. Regroup, yeah. you know. And if something comes to me, I'm more than open to it. A lot of people have reached out to me. I'm just like, I'm just going to wait it out for a little bit, yeah. you know, especially since spring break's right upon us and a lot of places are already staffed so i'm not in any rush Mm -hmm. but i do want to go back to the red bar yeah well that's like when i was at mellow mushroom and funkies like there was a community there was a a community between those two places like Mm -hmm. people would come pregame at mellow and then they'd go to funkies to see the band afterwards and there was a group of about 40 or 50 people and that was like the weekend thing yeah um well, that was honestly; those were the two cool spots to hang out, mm-hmm. you know. And, oh my and gosh! And those were the like that's like where the, the cool like-minded I individuals. Know, yeah, I do. That's yeah. where all the cool kids hung, yeah. hung out. Yeah. Yeah. We talked about indie music. Remember those? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but but what I'm saying is though, like I remember several times when I was working at both those places, and I said, you know what? If I had to work at any other place, I wouldn't. There's no way I could do yeah. that. Right. Like I'd go eat somewhere else, and I'd be like, oh. Wow. Could, I know. Right. Yeah. There's the separation anxiety. Yeah. So I couldn't even, I couldn't fathom having such a, having such a home there and then having to, to place yourself elsewhere. I know. It's. Just thinking like how this place is I've shit. I've cried over it. Oh, I really all, have. I'm have. like, yeah. I've been such a baby. I just can't even think about filling out an application. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's been so long. Yeah. Keegan, <laughs> what are you doing? Are you going to? Um, I think I'm going to start uh, at Louie Louie for a few weeks, okay. in, in a few weeks, and start doing, you know, I know I got offered to work over there for a little bit, and then uh, come back as soon as they open. Yeah. Um, and, you know, uh, hopefully, I'm, there's somebody said it's June, somebody mm-hmm. said August, September, so we're, yeah. we're just kind of waiting Fingers to see. Fingers crossed. Yeah. See how yeah. soon, I mean. Well, a lot of times those things always take longer than I you know. think, but I don't think that's going to happen with Red Bar. Right. I, mean, I think people than you think. will p- pitch in, and yeah. like, you know, the community, which will be awesome. The community comes together, yeah. and we all They'll push through it. permits faster. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you know. it's such a ground zero for 30, you know, like mm-hmm. for 38. It's the place on 30A that you must stop. And like, uh, like Chiringo, the guy was saying, He's not there. He's there because the red bar is there. You know, he made his restaurant there. And it's just. <sighs> and actually, because it's a, a an historical landmark, yes. you know, they have um, they're able to rebuild like the exact footprint. You know, Ollie says with better bathrooms. But yeah. um, <laughs> like, I think in 2011, yeah, they had awesome. changed that and the city where any building from 1975 and before is a historical landmark. And if something happens, hurricane, fire, any, anything like that. They're able to rebuild without following, you know, because there's so many crazy codes that they wouldn't yeah, be able every to follow. Year. Yeah. yeah. So, so thank goodness that was in place. Yeah. Are you concerned about the feeling not being the same? Oh no. I Are you mean, concerned no. about the spirit it, being no, out? Like it's mm-hmm. the love, it's the family. Yeah. It's, you know. Yeah. I think Jabba will be there in spirit. Yeah. Like, yeah. Because I mean, no matter how great you do something, just like when they expanded uh, the room at Funkies to double capacity. I thought it was beautiful. I was right. like, this is great. And I had people come in here, this is just not the same. This will be like, you're right, it's not the fucking same. Yeah. There's a new right. fucking building. Do you, you see know? you can like, dance? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. More but hey, but yeah. this is the exact replica. Like, yeah. you know, with a little bit better bathrooms. But that's the thing, you have to build to the same footprint. So it's not like people are like, oh, you can make it three stories. No, we can't. It has to be to the exact footprint yeah. of what it was. And I feel like they'd probably think that's pretty important to keep right. that. Absolutely, it worked. Well. It worked. Why would you know it worked very well? Yeah, like you know, there was an easy flow. Right, the building did work for a lot of things. And mm-hmm. how many did it seat? I least? mean, we once we opened up that back deck. I mean, 
so like on our busiest nights would be like 1500 but during the summer the night times you do 700 a night uh i mean and so i'm not sure i mean it would be like 80 on the back deck yeah maybe 80 in the back room but it'd be 1500 on busy nights i think we maybe even broke that but average you during the summer it's like 700 800, 750, yeah, yeah, then 900, 900, 1,000, 1,200, you know. With 12 servers on during the summer. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And lunches were great, too. Yeah, they ended up being, I was like, I want to be the lunch lady. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you get nights for you. Yeah. And you have to be in until, like, 9.30, Right. And she, well, you did the breakfast back in I the day. I did do breakfast. We had to be there at 6 a.m. Yeah. That well, was a different time your, in my your, life. Your, your chances <laughs> of dealing with an extremely t intoxicated customer is much less during the day than yeah. right. the night. Oh, man. You know? Did we get those? Yeah. I mean, checks are smaller, mm -hmm. but um, but also, you know, yeah. your, your risk is definitely mitigated dealing with assholes. You mm -hmm. know? For so. sure. Um, but uh, but what so what's next as far as um, as far as benefits? Because a lot of times uh, when these things happen, you, you, you know, it gets, there's a lot of coverage. There's a lot of right. people doing things for like the first week and then it just kind of falls off. People forget about it. A uh, classic example is uh, Panama City is still a mess. Right. Yeah. You know, right, Mexico right. Beach is still just completely leveled and people aren't talking about it anymore. Right. So so what can we do to keep people, you know, uh Employees are still, I'm, I'm assuming, struggling, are, are still, right. you know, because you can raise 30K, but by the time you divide that by 80 people, 30K is a lot of fucking money, right. but by the time you divide it yeah. by that, that's $400 a person, yeah. you know? Yeah. It's basically Which is great, like a you can pay an electric and I, and bill, I think they did, you know? I think they did closer to 60K from mm -hmm. everything that they had done, and With I know... the GoFundMe and stuff? Yeah, or? but not the, Go, I think the GoFundMe, and then uh, Philippe, uh, Ali and, Ali, or, I mean, Louis, he, his restaurant in Arkansas, they gave, like, a proceed of uh their he owns petite and pete so mm -hmm. they they gave a portion of their money for one week like i'm not sure how much that grossed but it was a yeah. significant amount that went to, to and the then funky blue shack did one this previous this right. friday that's right uh, mike Ingram, I think yeah, mike yeah. yeah um mike ragsdale did some t-shirts oh, yeah. that were like What's rebuild it? red bar Re yeah rebuild red bar and rebuild. the actual you know like yeah. It? Yeah, it was in the Let's red bar. Rebuild? It just said, yeah, let's rebuild in the red bar font. But you could only get them through Sunday. I didn't yeah. have to And you can get those at 38.com. Okay. You, like, through last Sunday. I think you can't get them oh, anymore. Oh, they're done? Unless they want to extend them. <laughs> if you're if, listening. If uh, I didn't even read the fine print. I was like, oh, I thought. We yeah, but they were offering. Which was really cool, shirt. Yeah, it looked just like the red bar sticker that you would see, you know, mm -hmm. that it just Super said. creative, super nice, just volunteered to do it and then we have the gofundme which is still live and i actually don't know the shane how can people find that shane i'm shane. impressed right there i on had it. screenshotted yeah. it on my phone <laughs> so the official case. red bar gofundme for employees is i guess what you would what you would look up to get it in there the, yeah. uh, the campaign mm -hmm. currently has sixteen thousand six hundred dollars wow mm -hmm. um close to their twenty thousand dollar goal so which it was so originally kind. five thousand mm -hmm. so he just keeps extending that goal which uh, is no, great well, no, no, he did it at five thousand the first day i said yeah. Uh, who's that going to help? We're all going to take away 50 bucks. You better up that to 20 at least, you know, because, you know, people see a goal and then they meet it, you know. And this is before all, all the other fundraisers yeah. had been, you know, pe and people were like, how can we help? Can we just send y'all cash? It's like, no, don't yeah. send it cash in the mail. Just, you know. 3,000 shares on wow. Facebook. This GoFundMe has. I've been staying off Facebook. There was it's been depressing. Like, just 
like old memories coming up, and it's. It, I mean, I love them. Facebook's but always I, depressing. Oh, right. <laughs> I'll go You're on right, like I'm a sorry. month. I'll go on a month hiatus and not get in there, <laughs> yeah. and then I'll hop on there, and someone will just say the most ridiculous thing, <laughs> right. and I'm like, "You motherfucker!" <laughs> right. <laughs> like, it'll ruin my day. <laughs> I'm like, I gotta stop this. Did y'all? You, you right. remember the humble brag? Uh, Harris Whittles and the humble brag he came up with. It was a Twitter like thing, you know, where it's like. Man, I just hate it when people keep coming up to me and telling me I should be a model, you know, <laughs> or like, I mean, I just bought this mansion and I have no furniture to fill it in. But I just feel like there's a lot of humble brag yeah. on on all social media, and I've been guilty. I, Shoot, I go I back about and my look. Kid. I'm, I'm like, oh, maybe I shouldn't have said that ten years ago. <laughs> Oh, God. Yeah, when you see something that you wrote 10 years yeah. ago, you're like, who is that person? Yeah, you know like what word uh, I used a lot? Cunt? on my Ugh. <laughs> I would say, everything was like, I'm so tired. Ugh. U-G-H exclamation point. I have to go to work. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> I, I find another one that, and, pe and people use it, and, you know, but I just, like, oh, da-da-da-da, I did this, 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 hashtag blessed. It's like, you know what? I, I, I would slap myself now. Like, yeah. stop, you know, I, you know, I don't know. For me, for me. Yeah. I like the pictures, though. When the pictures oh, come pictures. up, I'd be like, man, I used to have so much fun. Right. Like, yes. <laughs> remember when all I had to do was work a shift a night, and, you know, that was really it. That was mm -hmm. my responsibility. Yeah. Now we're all how long up. did How yeah. long did you guys work there? How long did you work at Monkey's? Uh, I worked there two different times. Uh, the first time was kind of just part-time uh, bartender and part-time night kitchen. was <laughs> great because no one ordered the late-night menu, so I just sit back there and read books. It was awesome. Oh, and then the second time, I was a full-time bartender there. So you worked with uh, Ron, too? Yeah, Ron's all my right. homeboy. All yeah. Right. Yeah, all right. Yeah, I like Ron a lot. Ron's so. cool. Yeah, but uh, this year's Bojams is actually on Ron's birthday. And I know he's a Talking Heads fan, so I'm hoping to get him to come into town. Oh, I nice. doubt it, though. He never does. He never comes back here. But. The Bo Jams at Bo Champs? Mm -hmm. When is that? Uh, March 31st. And so, wait. You're, We're turning this around. You're thinking yeah. about getting him to come down? Yeah, I want him to come. Yeah. I, 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 Bo Jams is my baby. Yeah. Like I, I created it and everything. And I texted him this year, and I was like, it's on your birthday. you got to come down. Oh, nice. So we'll see if he Who's does Who's playing not. it? If not, we'll see him. Uh, I got. Uh, there's a band out of New Orleans called Gravity A, and they're doing a... Uh, Tribute to the Talking Heads. I was oh, wondering okay. where the Talking Heads. Yeah, okay. I was like, mm. when did Ron, you've got to come. <laughs> if you're listening. If you're listening. It's Ron. all for you, bud. But we'll see him in April anyway. We go to, as part of like hosting trivia, they send us to 420 Fest every year nice. in Atlanta because we sell a lot of Sweetwater beer for them through hosting it. Mm -hmm. um, so every year we either go see Ron at his restaurant or uh, hang out at the Claremont. <laughs> 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 so, so, yeah, hoping to have him down. Um, do they have bands at the 420 Fest? Oh, it's all—it's yeah, a music a fest. fest. Yeah, it's yeah. a music fest. Did it start out that way? I thought at first mm -hmm. it just started out like with like beer tasting and stuff. Or have they always had? It was band? smaller. It, it was, was small. a lot smaller. Right. But like six years ago, they moved to Centennial, and now it's like thirty thousand people. Wow. Like yeah. who's who are you most stoked to see? Have they well, the lineup? I'll tell you who I'm not stoked. Did to you see. say Sister Hazel? <laughs> no. <laughs> it's a, it's all jam bands, a lot. Okay. So, which is cool, but it's I, all, like, yeah. it's like Panic's playing seven sets. What? <laughs> what? Okay. Yeah. We all have that friend that would love that. I mean, yeah. I, I've been to some Panic shows. Mm -hmm. They're yeah. fun, but I can't stand a 10-minute song, a 15-minute song. It's just like I need the Given the right circumstances, you Possibly, can Possibly, yeah, the, the right circumstances. No, because sure. I've, <laughs> I've, I've been to like 10, 
some relatively sober, some not even close to it, and they both suck. Like, and is we, this a new we, song, guys? <laughs> and, well, Shane and I, the thing is, we went, like, two years ago, they played two nights, two sets each night. So there's really nothing else to do but watch them. And we, we went both nights. The first night we went, we're like, let's try it. We got, like, 15 minutes in, and I was like, let's leave. And then the next night, we're like, you want to try it again? You had yeah. enough beer? Yeah, man, I think so. And we get up there, and we'd be like... Nah, dude, let's get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, like, there's, just, there's people going nuts. Yeah. Like, they, they like live for this. They're calling songs. Yeah. Like, they are calling yeah. the set list before they are, it happens. They yeah. want, they're like, can they're you in they sandwich these songs? It's Sunday, bro. <laughs> <laughs> they are in their element. Yep, yeah. that's church. That's, yeah. That is their church. Yeah, which is great. I'm glad they have that. But it just, it's like, it's kind of like you've heard Roll Tide so many fucking times mm. that you're just over it. You're oh, done. Oh, you are. I'm, I, every time somebody says that, I'm like, say it again. Yeah. Hit, hit me with it yeah. again. I'm just kidding. Who are we excited about this year, Shane? No one. <laughs> really? What's who's headlining? It can't be as the well, lineup can't be as bad as can I say hangout festival? Yeah, you can. It's okay. <laughs> that lineup I agree. Really, is really bad this it? year. I have zero. Yeah, it used yeah. to be good. When did they announce that? I haven't been. But when Golden Facebook. Boys took over, it just went Bleh. It's just yeah, it's just all the latest pop acts pretty yeah, much. Yeah. yeah. And how much money do you have? And we'll upgrade you and everybody else is well, we're getting massages and watching really crappy bands. Mm -hmm. Sorry. That's but they sell 30,000 tickets crazy. at like $300 a piece. And then even more yeah. for like, you know, and, and it used to be such a great festival, such good music. Mm. I would pay that for, mm. for the bands they were bringing in. Yeah. Yeah. 2011 um, was the last year I went like was as that a spectator. The first year? What was mm -hmm. the first year they did it? In 2009. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, but like 2011 was great. That lineup was incredible. I've had incredible. some of the best nights. Yeah, yeah that, that festival. Yeah, like Black Keys and mm -hmm. uh, Pretty Lights and you know all there. kinds of stuff. Yeah, I, I yeah, was there that year. It was year. fun. Bass Nectar had a daytime set, which was really strange. <laughs> yes, he did. And, and the Boom Boom set. <laughs> yeah, the, and boom, the boom, boom 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 set. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I yeah, know. But you can still make yourself have a lot of fun at those too. So. Yeah. But. The uh, Flaming Lips. Yeah. Yep. Same one. Yep. That was that was the one. Um, which was kind of weird, too, because I had just started dating my wife, and that was uh, probably the second or third time we had hung out seriously. And I'm like, I'm about to go to this festival. She's about to see me get weird. <laughs> like, this, is, this is either going to make or break this really fast. But uh, it turned out she was cool, so yeah. it worked. If you can now handle me You live happily every after you're married now, so yeah. that's good. Yeah, for sure. Um, but I've known I've known your husband for years as well. Yeah. So probably over a decade. Wow. Um, you know, just being involved in that whole funky scene and yeah, seeing him. Yeah, in the music. He played scene. with everyone too. You know. <laughs> he still does. So yeah. <laughs> he told me yesterday he's like, I'm playing with this person tomorrow. I'm playing with this person on Saturday, and I'm doing this wedding with this musician. And I'm like, wow. So you know, he was like saying, just take it easy, babe. Mm -hmm. Just take it easy right now. You know. And yeah. I'm like, Bills Sweet. are paid. Yeah, you know. I got you, boo. <laughs> I'm like, sweet. Did you, did you what took you so long to say that? <laughs> <laughs> did you know him when uh, Space Medicine? Yes, did, I did actually know knew him, him when there, he was I, 17 years old. Space, yeah. The Space Medicine days? I, yes. The Space Medicine days, were that was like right at my entrance into oh my like God. that's the funky Blue Shack scene. Do you remember okay. Space Medicine? Yeah, I the mean, first I time I did. Awesome. Yes, they were so much. 
They were so good. The first time I did cocaine was at a space medicine show in the bathroom <laughs> at Funky Blue Shed. Oh I didn't do a lot of cocaine, but that was the first yeah. time I did. Well, and you'll remember it. Were you there? Did you go to any of the space medicine shows? Yeah. They were so they good. They were so good. Yeah. I think Neil played with them, right? Yes, and John is in yeah. a band with Neil again. He's actually an Alzie Brothers. Oh, which is yeah. so good. Y'all should have them on. I like Alzie Brothers. Ooh. Oh, Shane yeah. likes Alzie Brothers. Y'all want to have them on? It? Yes. You yeah. should have. You should, they should do them a song? On. Yeah, pass them on. I will. Right. Have them on for All sure. right. I, well, I actually have your number in my phone because I guess John and I were connected through mm-hmm. the cloud. Cool. And I was like, oh, I have his number right here. How about yeah. right now? Alcy <laughs> Brothers, if you're listening, uh, come <laughs> on the podcast. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Two of them. We only do two at a time, yeah. though. We have more than two people in here. It gets crazy. So it'll probably be my husband and maybe somebody else. Yeah, cool. <laughs> he always does all the speaking for Cool. Us. I'll have to make sure I get Jaeger. <laughs> Or tequila. Yeah. Or tequila. <laughs> Jaeger. Well, I just know, what's the singer's name? Jared. Jared, Jared yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> How could you forget? Uh, yeah. Um, he I, likes I know. I, well, I, I know he used to. I don't know if he still currently Are, does. Have they gradu- uh, maybe they graduated they do, te- like, tequila. Tequila, granny, Jamie. Yeah. Well, you know what? Take, totally. it back back. Take, take it back <laughs> there, guys. Take it back. Well, not just Jaeger, but Jaeger Bomb. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Oh. If you guys yeah. did a throwback to the Jaeger Bomb days of Alcy <laughs> Brothers, I think... Uh, that could be a good thing. <laughs> yeah, that, well, that's the difficult part, though, is that um, it gets really, it, it can get crazy because we're in here at noon and we still have shit to do. <laughs> so, yeah. so when we first started doing the podcast, we'd, we'd have drinks on it with our guests. Uh-huh. Right? Like I'd, I'd, we'd pick up some, he'd always show up with a six-pack of something cool or I'd pick up a bottle or something and we'd just be like, yeah, we're drinking this during it. But now, like, you know, like we have another one after you guys are coming. We have a two o'clock and then we're going to host trivia. <laughs> and so I just, we can't just sit here and start blasting drinks at noon because it wouldn't be good for anybody. Yeah. We were uh, like, it sounds fun, though. I, yeah. It does. I know. I was like, I wonder if uh, they'll have, if we can drink. Yeah. yeah. She did ask. I was like, yeah. I have to pick just up my daughter. Nerves. Will just you make a note and, and, and tell that? Yeah. The, all, you all were also the first recipients of our new, like, prepackaged stuff. Like, this is our address. This is everything you need to know. Um, oh, so we need to put that on there. <laughs> yeah, which I you referenced. <laughs> which I didn't even get that message till I was walking <laughs> in. And I was like, let me read this. Yeah, oh, you, gosh. You need my bio? <laughs> uh, I was born in 1979 yeah. to... Um, <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm older. Yeah. But, but, <laughs> but you were like, we're at this location. Is that right? I'm like, no. Did you but say... Then, reason I, then thought, I told like, Shane, I was like, they didn't read the package. I know. <laughs> I read it. No, I read it. But, like, I didn't find... You know, yeah. like look you at were it. Close. Like I didn't. You like gla- there was there's been so much like, going okay, on. So, there is. Yeah. Yeah, there really is. Um, both of my daughters had their birthday last week, so I've just been a busy bee in with the. Yeah, you were telling me about that. They're thirteen years, years and three hundred and sixty-three days apart. Yes. <laughs> Something like that? Exactly. Yeah, because we were supposed to do this last week, and she, I was like, I can't. It's my wife's birthday. And she's like, oh, shit, that's my kid's birthday. <laughs> <laughs> that was, was Wednesday, like, yeah. right? The 20th? The, yeah, the 20th. Yeah, yeah. that was uh, Rudy's birthday, and then Keegan's was the 22nd on Friday. So, And then getting with all the family. So name, so your daughter's name is Keegan as well. Yes. Look at yes. that. Is it spelled the same way? No, no. no. Uh, which Actually, way is the real way? Uh, my daughter is K E E. My parents got extra with it. Like and she's K E A. Yeah. yeah. I don't K- feel like that's that bad. Yeah. And I'm that's just how like we became close. We met each other at Funky Blue Shack. Yes, we oh did, God. girl. Oh my gosh. Dude, I'm going to make Chuck this. give us money, man, for this episode. We Chuck. were like, um, 
She, we were dancing. I don't know who the band was. Do you? Was no, it Anders Osborne or something? Maybe. Yeah, somebody good. Like it was somebody phenomenal. We were dancing. Yeah. And I was like, or I asked her her name. She's like, Keegan. I was like, Oh my god, I have a daughter named Keegan. We she bonded. was like two or mm-hmm. three at that time. Now she's seventeen. And she's amazing. She's yeah. a great Super drummer. talented young girl. I can't play any instruments. I took two years of guitar, and I don't. I can play House of the Rising Sun, the rhythm part. That's about it. Um, so she, she plays is, drums? She, oh, yes. She's the, she is the only girl on the snare line at Niceville High School. That's impressive. Yeah, she mm-hmm. start, She got on there her ninth grade year. Snare is the, that's the main one, the right? One that like, that's the best. Off, yeah, 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 I, yeah, I understand. <laughs> <laughs> I understand what the snare is. I just mean, like, that's the where they put their best drummers. Yes. Yeah. I always assumed it'd be the quint or whatever. Or the quads. Or the quads, yeah. yeah. Um, and someone's like, no, snare. That's where yeah, the best drummers it are. Is. Is snare. She's been there since ninth grade. Yes. She so was yeah. actually South Walton's snare player her, when she was eight, in eighth grade. We would drive her to South Walton so she could be their snare player. Oh, sweet. Yeah. My husband was her teacher. I bet. <laughs> 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 and so, yeah, so she is very involved. She takes three music classes at Niceville and takes classes online. Okay. She yeah. also can play the ukulele yeah. and the trombone. Yeah, yeah, she plays a lot. Wow. Trumpet. She plays trumpet for the college band, for the college brass band. She plays the bassoon as a first chair bassoonist in the highest band in Niceville. Like I said, she's playing in Washington, D.C. next month. And what else? All sorts of things. She sings. She sang at the memorial of um, Bob Brown and Meredith Snow. Mm-hmm. And it was like... She got all the people together from the bands, and she sang in the ukulele there uh, somewhere over the rainbow. It was, yeah, it was, it was awesome. That's it was crazy. like one of the, yeah. How does she do so much? I, she does it herself. I like, seriously, I just sit it, back and I'm like, what's going on today? You know, like she. And she does the sign language at oh the yeah. games and stuff. Like, she does the yeah. sign language before all the nice little kids. I know. <laughs> she came from me. She's 17? Yes. I know. There better YouTube, be a scholarship. Right? She will be. Oh, there better be a scholarship. That's all I'm She's saying. She's doing the, the collegiate high school stuff Yeah, as well. she does that too, yeah. That's so crazy that they have that now. Like, just these these high school kids are graduating with I associate's know. degrees. Like, that's crazy. I graduated in 95, and that was not even an option. I mm. wish it would have been. No, nah, not even close. Yeah, I had to spend two extra years doing the same stuff I did in high school <laughs> just to get that associate's degree. It's ridiculous. Um yeah, well, sweet. Well, does is the little one? Is she old enough? She's three. She right? just turned three. Her name's Rudy. Yeah, is she is she banging on shit? Oh yeah, she is. But she's uh, I've been stuck at the house with her for the last few weeks uh, since it's been off season. She bangs on a lot. She just runs the house basically. I just clean up after her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, damage control. I'm just waiting. I mean, I don't know what she's gonna do. She didn't walk till she was 19 months old, so... so I'm is not that sh- what's normal? That I think a year is normal. A year? Yeah, I think. Yeah, but she's, like, running now. Yeah, she... she putting on Kimberly's <laughs> makeup. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> she is fun. Doing YouTube to- just, tutorials? Yeah, yeah, she will it's be. It's just crazy, soon. like, having the big gap, mm. you know, age gap, but um, it... It's pretty awesome. Yeah, well, because you were probably getting close to seeing the light at the end of the tunnel. You're like, I've got one in high school. <laughs> Could you imagine when? No, I can't. <laughs> Not at all. It's like Keegan's gonna go to college, and then I'm gonna register this one in school, and I'm never gonna get a break from making lunches. <laughs> <laughs> I've been making school lunches for the last 
How long are you? So she's a junior, 11 years. So yeah, I'll be making. That seems like that'd be the easy part for me, though. Making lunches. Yeah, making a lunch. Here's yeah. your P and J. Here's your banana. Yeah. Okay. Talk about. Okay, maybe I've spoiled them a little bit. I don't know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what, what goes in their lunch? New lunchable? No. No, I'm, I'm not. I'm not downplaying your ability to put together a badass <laughs> lunch. I'm just saying that to me, I feel like there would be other things that. Uh, that, that you that are uh, it's a lot harder for me to do things now mm-hmm. especially with a toddler and like if I have to go to a meeting or something like a school meeting I, I just feel kind of out of touch of what's going on because Keegan has actually taken the reins and has done a lot on her own she's mm-hmm. almost an adult I'm just like making sure she stays alive and like drives safe and doesn't text and drive and gets yeah. her lunch and gets her lunch make, uh, make sure she's fed um but she was devastated when I, she called me when Red Bar burnt down and her music teacher and everybody, like, they heard about it and they reached out to her and mm-hmm. were like, we're really sorry that this is happening. We want you to know we appreciate you. We see you. We we know that you work hard for, you know, and uh, it's going to be okay, basically. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was awesome for both of her band directors to reach out because it's a good program she's in. And we got her to Niceville because South Walton doesn't really have a good band program. No offense, South Walton. I'm sure you're working on it. But, you know, she's already marched in the Rose Bowl Parade as a snare player. So, I mean, she's just getting a lot going on, Mm -hmm. you know, going there. And it's... Well, Well, yeah, I mean, if you have, if you, if you have someone that's obviously that there's a talent there, that's, that's not the usual, mm-hmm. then you, then you want to put them in the place where that can be best fostered. You, you know, know? Miss Snow actually wrote the letter to um, the school district of Okaloosa County talking about Keegan to get her, and, like, they, you know, they reached out and took her in. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was awesome for Miss Snow. That yeah. Th- well, those kids do a good job. I go to a lot of the um, the Northwest Florida basketball games, yeah. and I think it's those kids that are yeah, playing Yeah, she in the plays band trumpet for that. Okay. So if Hang you, on, you, you said s- trombone? She plays everything. I'm not joking. She like plays the trombone in the jazz band, and she plays the trumpet for the, the brass band, Okay. the college brass band, for the college basketball games. She, wow. went, she was just there Saturday. Next guest, Owsley, and then uh, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah maybe you should have my kid on. Yeah. She'll just be like, I do this and this and this and this. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> just play 17 different songs. And she cusses, so I mean, like. <laughs> yeah, what did you do the first time you heard her drop an F-bomb? I was like, please don't say it out of context. But yeah, you can do it. <laughs> I yeah, have, not you public. have to. Yeah. yeah. I mean, what are you supposed to do? Mm. I can't stop. She's saying She's it behind kid. my back. She's you know? a good she kid. gets good grades. She doesn't Yeah. She hasn't done me wrong, you know, so Yeah. Well that's um my my niece is uh she's she's uh definitely she's two years younger than most of her classmates. Yeah. So um, which is great because, you know, she's a very intelligent girl, but it's she's at that age now to where she's 10, and a lot of her classmates are 11 and 12. Yeah. So her maturity level for a 10-year-old is just, you know, unbelievable. So it's really kind of we, – we take her out. She'll come out to, like, get beers with us and uh-huh. stuff. And uh, it's going to be fun to watch because, like, when she gets to that age to where, you know, when she's got to deal with dudes and stuff like that or, like, when she's at a party for the first time and someone's like, you want to smoke this weed or whatever, <laughs> like, I think she's going to be at, at least have the know-how uh, to, to maneuver around that situation in the best way possible, you know, to where if she does, like, yeah, yeah I want that weed. Like, I, I <laughs> You feel want like, me to roll it up? <laughs> yeah. um, all right. But, but like, it. I feel like she's going to be comfortable <laughs> enough to call her right. mom and her dad to be like, yo, I'm at a party this way, yeah. dude. 
You just, come get me. I yeah. like, and not have to worry about yeah. that. On her, mm-hmm. like, homecoming, I was like, do you need me to come get you? No questions asked. Mm-hmm. Because that is, you know, that stuff is so scary. Yeah. Yeah, and, it, and also, like, there were several, there were several times, um, I have a great relationship with my parents, but there were several times growing up to her, where I there's uh, there's no way I could call them <laughs> like oh gosh. like you know if I would have called my parents said if I'm 17 hey I'm at a party and I'm way too drunk yeah I need to get home they'd come they would have come and got me but it wouldn't <laughs> have been a pleasant <laughs> drive home you know yeah um so I don't know and I still so far away from us so yeah. it's like an hour drive did you have to did you have to drive her for all those years I did uh, actually I carpooled with a military family out of Hammock Bay we live out in Black Creek. Mm-hmm. And that was the best thing. And then she turned 16, and I was just like, bye. Yeah, here's the car. Here's the car. Yeah. She has since wrecked it. but So she's taking my car. So I've been stuck at the house. Mm-hmm. And um, I have friends that live out there. So when I would, if they were working, we would carpool together, you know, or um, I would find a ride to work, mm-hmm. which is fine. Because I don't want to get up. Their first bell is at 6.50 a.m. Yeah, and we live literally forty-five minutes from that school, and that's like going down. So she has to get up like no four thirty in the morning. <laughs> no, I, sh- I mean, at one time she did get up at five a.m., but yeah. now I think since she does some classes online, her first class is music, and she has to be there at eight. Okay. Or something like that. So they have online high school classes. Yes. Now? Can you? <laughs> what? <laughs> I know. She doesn't even have to leave the house if she does. Well, she has to for the music classes, mm-hmm. but. She can just take music classes and take all the classes online. Yeah. And she also takes classes at the ho- at the college. Yeah. Man. Opportunity. <laughs> yeah. Could you imagine if you didn't have to take class? You, you just but did imagine it on your own time. Imagine if she had to spend all that time at school, though. She wouldn't be playing all those instruments. You're right. You know? So, like, that's... I'm telling you, Miss Snow. I'm glad there's smart people there that are that are realizing this, like potential in kids, and and that they're that they're able to manipulate their time into you know either using it to to be better at things or 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 be creative in things that interest them, rather than having to sit through three extra hours a day of some bullshit that means nothing to them. Right. Exactly. Because I hated high school. I remember I remember sitting in there for several hours a day, just being like, "When can I get out of here? When can I get out of here?" Like my whole all twelve years. Like I always I'm with school, you. you know? <laughs> was um, that the first thing you said you're affiliated with Bo Jams? That was the first year we did it. Okay, well, and that's Teo, right? Yeah. Okay, all right. He's in. Where's he at now? Germany yeah. or somewhere? Oh, fuck no. Are you out there? We're looking at a poster on their wall in their new Thank studio. Thank you. Yeah. I remember. <laughs> I remember that. That was the first annual Bo Jams. Yeah. For uh, Peace. Th- but there's also uh, a famous comedian uh, called Theo Vaughn. So some people ask me about that, too. Oh, like, I listened to Theo his Vaughan? podcast last night. Actually, mm-hmm. Shane Moss was on there. It's an old one. Yeah, he's but, country, um, right? He's, yeah, like, from Louisiana or something? Yeah, 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 but he's super funny. Yeah, yeah. yes, yes. Wasn't he on his show? I feel like he was like on his show. Like Road Rules. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that is where he was from. Road yeah. Rules. His podcast one. is pretty hilarious, though. Yeah, I'll have to listen to it. I've, I've listened to him on other people's podcasts, mm-hmm. but I've not listened to Like, to he his came podcast. on Rogan's podcast. Mm-hmm. I like murder podcasts. We're, um, we're, we're true, true crime podcasts. <laughs> well, okay, okay. What is it? Okay, my wife has, this has changed her life. Um, this isn't coming out till tomorrow, so I can tell you the story. She's really into murder podcasts as well. Like, so much so to where, like, I'm looking over my shoulder and right. shit. Right. But also, she she knows enough to where if she did hurt, harm me for some reason, they'd know that she they'd get her immediately. So I feel safe. <laughs> I'm okay. But... 
she came across this. Her friend recommended a different murder podcast for her to listen to, so she did. Do you and, know what it's called? And like, I, they all sound the same to me. Yeah, okay. And sh- she's listened to hundreds of them. Mm-hmm. But um, there's something on like 23andMe, Ancestry.com, all these other places that you submit your DNA yes. to. Yes. You're allowed to make it available now. Yes. But the right. thing is, when you make it available to like the the cloud, so to speak, you're making decisions for a lot of other family members oh, right. that you wouldn't know you have. So. Uh, my wife has zero first cousins, zero siblings. So from mm-hmm. both sets of grandparents, they had two kids on one side, three kids on the other, and only one of them had a child, uh-huh. and that's my wife. So she's, she's never had any first cousins. Oh like, God. her third cousins are first cousins to her. Second and third cousins, right. like, she sees them. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, she I got her 23andMe, like, a year ago, and I got her, like, the whole, the whole shebang. And she heard about this on this murder pa- podcast, and let her DNA go into the public right. area to, and it pinged her off of a first cousin, and I was like, "Uh oh, uh oh, there's seriously there's serious implications here," and turns out her uncle, who's he sailed out of Destin 28 years ago with his wife, and has been in the Virgin Islands ever since, like sailed out of the past. Went to the Virgin Islands. Uh-huh. That's where he built his life for himself. Right. Just found out he has a daughter. What? Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. So Crazy. so he found that out because so w- as soon as we got that information, I was I started doing the math in my head because uh-huh. either one of the grandparents fucked around mm-hmm. or or something happened and it turned out that this girl she hit her up and she said, Hey, I don't know how this is happening because I have no cousins. But this is t- saying that you're my cousin. Where were you born? She's like, well, I live in Texas, but I was born at Fort Walton Beach Medical. Whoa. <laughs> God, whoa. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, oh, God. And it turns out we did it all. And then we we had to tell her uncle, like, hey, we, we're pretty sure that you have a child. Oh, my god. That gosh. you have zero idea about. He has no had no clue. Right. So he did the 23andMe, submitted his DNA, made his public, and he pinged off. And that's his daughter. Have so they met? They just yeah, they just oh, recently had their first phone conversation. Oh mm-hmm. my gosh! How yeah. did it go? And tomorrow we're letting Grandma know <gasps> that oh. she's got another grandchild. Oh yeah, God. that is awesome. That's it's huge. crazy. Yeah, that's yeah. huge. With the twenty three and Me and all those DNA things, just the possibility of them being able to locate like these murders that have been gone unsolved is pretty darn amazing yeah. to me. I mean, yeah, it sucks that. It's getting out there in public, and you're going to find some secrets. Imagine how many marriages are going to be over. I know. <laughs> oh, oh, yes. I remember talking to somebody, and they're like, yeah, it, was just, it didn't really work. It said uh, my dad wasn't really my dad, and I'm like. Mm, no, it fucking worked. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't want to bust your bubble, but uh, maybe uh, go to your mom without. Uh, without yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm like, and, I mean, and there were a bunch of people in the room, and we're all like. Should we say something? Mm-hmm. It works, but yeah. But making that decision to put your DNA th- out there is affecting, like, can affect your second or third cousin. Yeah. If mm-hmm. if something there's something in their past that might not add up or something. Right. So you really have to take that in consideration when you put it out there that you're not only putting your DNA out there, but any somewhat close relative yeah. that can really make some stuff go weird. Well, so. what if they're a mass murderer and they need to be caught? Yeah, that's great too. <laughs> yeah, it's just, just going to be Maybe crazy. Maybe they'll think about their crime. Oh, you know what? My cousin got on 23andMe. I, actually, I think it's Ancestry or one of those, you know. I, li- I was listening to the podcast Criminology, and it was about the, um, what's that guy? He's old now. I can't even think of his name. I'm sorry. San Francisco Strangler. Or who was it? The Golden State. Yeah, the Golden State Killer. 
oh man, that podcast gave me the chills because like they had recordings of his phone calls to his victims, like it was terrifying. And then right in the middle of it, they bust him, and I'm like, is this a dream? I mean, because they bust him through that whole 23 and Me, or it was another yeah, well, one. I, I, can't not, I don't know if 23 and Me. It wasn't it's 23 like and Me. Or something. It's either J- Ancestry or Gen- there's one of them that does it. JPEG. All does that sound familiar? It's maybe Gen- I'm Gen- just familiar it's, with it's it. It's one of those weird. sites, guys. Do your research. <laughs> but that's We're how not, they busted him, and it yeah. was just, it was crazy. And now they're busting a lot of people through mm. that whole 23 and Me. Yeah, I'll get caught up in in some stuff like that every now. Like I did, I watched Making a Murderer, mm-hmm. and um, what's the la- the Ted Bundy tapes or whatever yeah. that just came that out. That was pretty good. I, I mean, watched that. Was so that, close to home. Yeah. What is it about? I, I feel like I, I don't want to make a generalized statement, but I don't. I don't feel like there's any like harm here. I feel like th- that stuff is more appealing to females. The well, true crime. Yeah. I'm not entirely sure. Maybe we just. Because everyone I that I know that's really into it yeah. is a girl. They, you're right. You're right. I, I just like find it fascinating because I want to yeah. know about. I want to know how these people got the way they did. Right. Why they wanted to do that to somebody. And Ted Bundy, I grew up in Tallahassee, so that was kind of like close to home to me. And mm-hmm. you know, we, right, we talked right. about how we would read like Charles Manson books. I don't know why. But you know what? I was never interested. How do people I get was, that way? I was never you know what I'm saying? Like how? I never, <laughs> I never was interested in like, uh, like uh, gratuitous crime shows, like thriller or books that aren't true. I just, it's if I'm, it's like histori- it's historical. <laughs> yeah. Like these are historical things that happen. But still, when I was in elementary school, I was reading a lot of things on like the Nazis and you know all that. My parents were like, stop. You're, you you don't you still believe in Santa? Started Stop. speaking German. My dad was, <laughs> I was just like, I don't understand. Why would he do this? Santa my, still exists. Yeah, my dad was in law enforcement growing up, and I was born in Illinois, and he had like a photo album filled of crime scene pictures, and I just know, I just remember him taking me to see Friday the Thirteenth and telling my mom we were going to go see Fantasia or something. So, like, it's been a part of my life a lot. I guess my main thing is I just want to know what happened to them to make them snap. A lot of times you know, they're that's saying what I'm curious to that know. It's, uh, it could be inherited something, yeah. you know, um, or inherited. Um, but also, too, I think that it's like how do we solve this? Or there are cold cases, and now yeah. they're being solved, and how are they solving it? What kind of technology are they using And yeah, why would people do it? Because some people just snap, yeah. you know? Like but Ted Bundy, wasn't he, like, was he, he raised he by somebody else? He had issues. Yeah. I mean, I think his issues were, like, with women, you know? He I, was handsome. <laughs> that he, was, he joined, I know you wanted he to say it. the Mormon church, and he was still, during his killing spree. His mom, what? Oh, my God. I don't remember that part. Well, I didn't get to that part. <laughs> Are you sure she did? Is that did? a thing? Look it up. <laughs> you know what? Maybe he just <laughs> said that. I just watched it. Google Ted Bundy mom rape. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. That's this that, that would change a lot of things. I didn't finish the, the uh, Ted yeah. Bundy file. I was just shocked that he like converted to Mormonism when he was in Utah during a killing spree. Like he's like, Oh yeah, I'll join and I'm still gonna kill people. Yeah, he just like he what? was like People are were infatuated with him. I mean, I, I not to bash any other religion, but I think I mean the, the Mormons believe some pretty spooky things. So I think if you're like, if you're able to, uh, well, he had dated a Mormon girl, and I think that was the thing that, and then fallen in love and dated her for a long time. So I okay. think he was already introduced to that, and he happened to move to Utah. And how do you get accepted and be undercover, you know, and have people, you know, oh no, this is a good member of the church, you know, he's not going to go out killing. 
people. Yeah. I mean, look at these people. Look at these Christians that bomb abortion clinics and shit. Oh my you know, God. look at look at uh, any radical religion. Right. Yeah. Right. right. You, you're going to have people who are so into. I mean, if you get down to it, if you look at uh, you know the Bible or the Quran or whatever, it tells you to kill people for certain things. You know, so if you want to be radical about that right. stuff. You know, whatever. Now, I don't think Ted Bundy was killing people because the Bible told <laughs> yeah, him to. No, no, no. I just think he was fucking crazy. I think he just but. joined to be undercover, you know? Like, it was a fa- more of a, he could fit in. A fa- to, yeah, yeah a like a facade. Mm-hmm. Of being a good person. Yeah. He was a psychopath. Yeah. And now we're talking about murder. I know. <laughs> Should we circle back to the red bar? How, how, I'll let you all take it. Where's the segue? Yeah, get uh, us back. <laughs> get us back. Well, hopefully within... How, when do you think we'll be open? Realistically, uh, September for sure. That's I mean, sep- by hopefully before then, but oh, September yeah, that'd be awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hope so. I hope it's sooner yeah. or later, and I have a feeling I, that it will I be. I miss my home. For sure. <laughs> Are you guys gonna come to the grand reopening? Yeah, sure, better. absolutely. Yeah, um, maybe we should start having um, a trivia night there. Yeah, or maybe we should start doing live podcasts there. <laughs> that'd be tricky. <laughs> that place, that building gets loud. Hey, it's gonna be a new building. Mm-hmm. That's true. <laughs> Probably more. Yeah. Um, yeah, but when we get closer, ha- um, definitely let us know. Yeah. We'll, we'll let our listeners know. For sure. Um, I, I don't know if there's someone else there, maybe a figurehead there that would be interested in coming on and talking yeah, to us about the reopening. Yeah, maybe we could get Ollie mm-hmm. in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, why not? That for would sure. be awesome. Yeah, he would do um, it. He's connected with the Brick of Rat guys somehow, right? Yeah, that they're his nephews. Okay. Yeah, his mm-hmm. brother, Philippe, they're, they're his sons. Okay. Fernando and Rodolfo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They worked at Red Bar for years. Yes. Yeah. And then they opened their own place. Yeah, and they really sure. have taken off, man. They're... They've 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 uh, defined their spot. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's definitely its own thing. Uh, what they they have like the biggest Euro night uh, as well, bric a brac, right? Oh yeah, like the dan- a dance mm-hmm. night. Yeah, yeah like that. I think they have Latin lessons, night, Euro and lessons night. there. I think maybe. And it's lessons. such a good space. Yeah. I love that building. It is mm. really nice. I haven't been there in a while, but I don't get out here much to Destin. Mm. Are we? In, are, is this Destin? Uh, this is Miramar. <laughs> Miramar. We are between uh, Santa Rosa Beach and Destin, I believe. So. I almost have no reason to go over the 331 bridge now. Yeah. It's like, I don't know if I, you know, if I get something, I don't even know if I'll get something out on 38 to work, or maybe I'll just take, a, like, a retail job just to, until Red Bar opens. Mm-hmm. I'm just taking it easy. Cool. And cool. I know some bands are coming to play at Louie Louie that were oh, playing yeah. at Dickie Red Dickie Doo is going to be there this Sunday night. And he usually finishes out right before spring break starts every year. And he's coming. And he was supposed to play well, at the Red That's that time Bar. of year, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. so he'll be here uh, Sunday night playing at Louie Louie. Do you know the time? Six, I think, to something. It's on their Facebook page. Yeah. And then I'm not sure if other bands are coming or following suit or if it's just one yeah. or if they're going to try I guess I guess they're going to see how that goes and see if they're mm-hmm. going to start doing other bands that would be cool and then the Red Bar Jazz Band I know they're getting booked to do some stuff um, oh cool yeah I, I know yeah, I so know if it yeah because that's all their full time job too yeah. Yeah. they're yes. playing five yeah. times a week right like, that's, right. Five that's nights a week devastating so anybody if you want a good band to book uh, you know Red like Bar Jazz Band Red Bar Jazz Band yes we could get you their information we'll give it to you guys yeah for sure this has been awesome. Cool. Yeah. Thank you so much. I appreciate you all uh, agreeing yeah. to come on. and uh, Your seeing... new spot's hot. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. It feels good. It does. It feels good. Mm-hmm. Does um, it sound good? Yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah. <laughs> um, I do need to, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to, I don't like the fluorescent lights. Um, so we I'm going to. lamps and like some. We're going to do lamps scarves. in the corners. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> like those, those big, uh, 
it's Christmas lights. It's gonna feel yeah. high, it's gonna feel similar to Funkies or the Red Bar in here as I well. Like it. As far as the lighting goes, that's the way our old place was. The ambiance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, love it. Yeah, I, I love. Yeah. That's how my house looks actually. Yeah, Christmas. Well, and I, with, I, with those lights, like it, it, it just it kind of brings the tone down if we're yeah. having a right, conversation. Right. It's because so stark like here. under these, you can like you can get. It can get weird. It can Ooh. feel a little, you know. What about like at night? We all have red wine and just like let go. Of it. <laughs> <laughs> or do you have to do it during the day? Uh, we do some at night. Yeah. Alcohol. But then it's got it. We we normally reserve Tuesdays, Ooh, whatever. whatever. So if we do it at night, it's normally after <laughs> trivia, and then that's kind of like a wild card <laughs> because we've been you hosting trivia and, and and having drinks. So I think that. Oh, if you if you listen to some of the older I episodes, <laughs> you could definitely be like, they probably should have stopped drinking a while ago. <laughs> A while ago. Well, what's that so. one that Doug, or Getting High with Doug, where he yeah. gets them on there? That one's always funny. Oh, he can get out of control. That mm-hmm. uh, that's uh, Doug Benson. Yeah, yeah Doug Benson. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, cool. Thank you all so much for coming Thank on. Thank you, you for enjoyed, inviting uh, us. Yes, this time. was awesome. Uh, best of luck. Thank you for sharing all that with us. Um, we'll, we'll definitely, if listeners, if you're listening, uh, if there's any questions you have about you know the GoFundMe or any other projects that are going on to help the Red Bar people, just please email us. Uh, that's whatever it means to you. W-I-M-T-Y-W-I-M-T-Y-W-I-M-T-Y-W-I-M-T-Y-W-I-M-T-Y-W-I-M-T-Y-W-I-M-T-Y-W-I-M-T-Y-W-I-M-T-Y-W